Hello and welcome to the Jeep and Bubba podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jeep and Bubba Coron. Today we have got Mike and Mark from Autometers, and they are uh, up in the uh, the blistering cold today. <laughs> Hello, guys. How y'all doing? Doing great. Thanks, Brad, for having us. If it was about thirty or forty degrees warmer, we'd be doing even better. But yeah, doing great. Today. <laughs> Completely understood. Completely understood. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit before, but everyone here is... They've actually closed schools around us because it's freezing today, because it's 32 today. Um, so we're not used to it down here for sure. Uh, I actually lived two years in Michigan, so I got I got enough winter for a lifetime, I think. Um, but I, I do like the snow, but negative 40, that sounds pretty rough. Well, it's funny. You're saying 30 by you, yeah. and it's roughly negative 30 here, so yeah. it's roughly a 60-degree swing between yeah. the two of us. Just think of how cold it is you, Absolutely. and even more so by us. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, let's jump into it real quick. Um, I, so most of our listeners that are going to listen to, what I like to bring to them is Jeep-related stuff, but also... We're kind of known for bringing some in industry information, so I always like to, to talk about to our guests kind of how they got into the industry and, and about their business um, and give like our listeners a little bit of a industry insider thing. I mean, for me personally, like I, I started off life as a tech and, and then got into the industry doing sales, doing uh, outside sales, and once I got in there I, I, and started doing a lot of shows like SEMA and, and uh, a lot of the trade shows we do, it's like kind of open your eyes to how things work how how the manufacturing side works and how influencers and, and and sponsorships and how it you know you have an idea of it but it's 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 really really um it's different kind of when you're on the inside so uh could y'all you know both tell me what your position is at autometer and then kind of how you got into that position how you how you got to where you are today first of all i'll, I'll kick things off i'm Mike with Autometer, um, Director of Instrumentation Sales. So um, I lead a, a team that basically manages, uh, you know, as said, all of the instrumentation side of our business, which obviously consists of Autometer, but we have some other brands that we also uh, support. So we've got uh, Innovate Motorsports as part of the umbrella. We have uh, Equus, Stack Instruments, Spec. Um, so there's several brands that are kind of, um, you know, encompassed into uh, both of our roles, both Mark and myself and the rest of the team. And uh, my, my start um, at Autometer actually started uh, when I was 17. Um, I worked in uh, basically like a co-op program at high school. So when I wasn't at work, I was, uh, you know, at school. If I was at school, I was at work. So roughly around halfway through the day, I would kind of make my way over to Autometer. Um, I got my start in the industry um, because my dad, he was a, um, a drag racer. He's had Oh, man, more than probably 75 cars in his life, um, big into racing, but he's also a Jeeper. He's had a YJ, uh, TJ, JK, so, uh, and he just recently had a Toyota FJ, maybe not a Jeep, but still kind of Jeep adjacent. Um, so he's been in the industry for a long time, and I was actually really kind of slow to get into the industry. I didn't have any interest in cars until I turned about 16 and uh, started driving and realized you could go fast, and then that, that kind of caught the bug for me, and uh, basically been with Autometer ever since, so um, I just celebrated uh, 21 years here, and um, yeah, that's this is all I know, and uh, 
take all I'll ever know and uh, no plans to turn back and or look anywhere else. So, but yeah, that's that's my my upbringing here and uh, kind of where where I've come to be. Awesome. You're, yeah, I think I like your dad with the uh, the <laughs> with with the jeeps and the FJ. That sounds pretty rad. Well, I I kind of wish. Than I am without a doubt. I'm a little jealous because like I wish when growing up I, my dad wasn't a car guy. So, like I didn't have that, nor did I have like a co-op program like I didn't know I, th- I didn't even know there was like a whole business like like I knew I loved cars but then I had to go to trade school later on and I was like oh wow this is like I can make my whole lifestyle around like my hobby so that's that's really cool that Autometer offered that you know back in the day and and over 20 years somewhere that's that's pretty impressive so yeah thank you appreciate yeah. that yeah what about you Mark so I, I kind of like Mike. The needle was set very, very early when I was born. There was a race car in my garage. My dad was a drag racer. Uh, then got out of it. Um, Going to show my age here in the, the late 70s. But I've always had interest in cars. He's 80 years old and he's got a lift in his shop. Still works on him today. Uh, then I, I became a drag racer. Uh, I drove for a while for. for 15 years to um, still have a race car with my brother. I got lucky enough to get laid off uh, in the early 2000s. I was in the material handling business and just took a shot and applied at Autometer and got hired. Uh, I've been there be 22 years in April, um, so I'm kind of the same way. It was set deep early and, uh, you know, always always been an automotive guy. Love cars. Uh, got a race car. I have a 69 Kingswood wagon that I'm, that I'm kind of redoing. Uh, never really been on the off-road side of it, uh, but I love anything that's automotive or has an engine or anything like that. Um, like looking at the cars when I go to SEMA or PRI and stuff like that. Just the, the, the engineering that goes into the off-road stuff is just incredible to me. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that that, that sounds awesome. Um, so, if 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 there's somebody out there that's, I doubt it for most of my listeners, but have never heard of Autometer, um, what would be like a, a quick 30 second rundown of like what you guys do and what you sell? Well, the interesting thing, uh, go ahead, Mark, I'll let you grab this and I'll, ch- I'll chime in after. Okay, well, I'm going to give it a 30 second. So <laughs> I think one of the coolest things since I've been at Autometer is Hot Rod Magazine had an article on like the 10 most influential speed equipment ever made a hall of fame or whatever and the auto meter monster tech was one of the 10 most influential pieces in the automotive aftermarket ever made so if, if somebody was to think of auto meter they would think of an auto meter monster sure yeah to kind of add on to that so Certainly, we're best known for our instruments. That's like, you know, people see the logo, that's that's what they think of. But actually, a really, really big part of our business that I think a lot of people don't know and has been around for as long as the gauges is our battery electrical and system diagnostic equipment. So basically, you know, you go into any of the major chain stores and, uh, you know, auto chain stores and you've got a dead battery or you think your, your alternator is not charging uh, or maybe a bad starter. Um, whatever that case may be with, you know, rotating electrical, um, you can basically one of those technicians will come out to your vehicle with our equipment and they'll test your battery alternator and starter right there on the spot. So we make test equipment, we do chargers, um, you know, we have all sorts of different electrical 
know, diagnostic equipment that we offer. It's a very significant uh, part of our business, kind of the, the you know, part of Autometer that most people don't know. I mean, certainly the gauges is very big, but even the test equipment side is, is very big and uh, just uh, very influential in the industry. Yeah, when, I mean, when I think of Autometer, uh, my my start in the cars, I had an 86 S10, and I got hooked on S10s there for a little bit. I had one with a 305 and a 350 small block, and, like, that's what I wanted was that, you know, the tack up there on my A-pillar, you know, I wanted my Autometer up there. So that was that was kind of my introduction to Autometer. But, you know, if you go to you guys' website, there is a, a ton of products uh, across quite a few platforms and we'll get into it a little bit later but there's even a tab that says jeep gauges so we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit but i think one thing that's really really cool about your company is uh based out of illinois um and so been in business since 57 what does that mean kind of to y'all's culture and y'all's business to be you know producing products in the u.s and, and what kind of challenges do y'all have with that it's certainly a source of pride, and, and at least in my eyes, that you know we've been around as long as we have. And funny enough, I, I would have loved to have had him on a call, but we actually all kind of mark myself and, and pretty much everybody at Autometer kind of owes our existence at the company um, to a man whose name is Jeep, of all things. So uh, Jeep Worthen, who is a, uh, a SEMA Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and you know Mark was talking about the. Uh, the tack and you know how famous it is in the industry and whatnot. Well, he was the guy who went around to uh, to all the racetracks and you know it was basically a door to door salesman for lack of a better term, but door to door at the racetrack, you know, car to car, you know, pushing the the electric pack that we offered, and um, you know that heritage of, of him going to the track and you know selling out of a van, um, you know, was really what what got us started and just a really cool kind of piece of history of. You know, the company that we kind of really came from, you know, uh, truly from a, a garage type setup in, in Illinois and, you know, kind of grew out of that uh, through, through Jeep's uh, sales experience. And he retired here just a few years ago, but still attends uh, SEMA and PRI and, you know, some of the big events with us. So just a, a big influence on the company and, and both Marks and, and my life kind of growing up in, in sales at Autometer. Yeah, that's... Well, a- I think, I think one of the things, too, that, that's kind of interesting being around since 1957 is that we've never moved out of Illinois. I mean, we've all we've had three separate places, but they've all been in Illinois. And I believe, if I remember correctly, that we moved into our Sycamore location in the 70s. So we have been, you know, based within a 50-mile radius since our existence started, um, which is, is very proud to say that we, you know, have been, Illinois-based companies that started. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I mean, you just don't see that sort of thing anymore. And, you know, when we're looking for products to sell to our customers, that's my go-to. Like, I'm like, I'm looking for that that shop that's that's started with a family and, and has pride and quality and made in the U.S. And um, not to say you, you can't get other products from other places, but it, I always find... Um, on the U.S. based stuff that they have pride in their town or in, in their products, that you just that seems to translate somehow. And I think that's you know definitely something I see when I'm looking at y'all's history at Autometer and the product for sure. Um, so our average customer, our, our normal person walking in the door here, I would say is going to be 28 to 30, maybe up to 
40, 45, maybe pushing 50. They own most of them, four-door Jeeps that they drive every single day. And they might be a weekend warrior. They might take them off-road on the weekend. But mostly they're, they're driving their vehicle. What do you think y'all's average customer would be at Autometer? Like, who, what is, if you had to, like, paint a picture of, like, like uh, your medium person that, that would be calling you on the phone or, or you'd be meeting at a show? I would say you hit the nail on the head. Um, I mean, it's street performance guys, most of the guys that are in there are enthusiasts. You know, they, they drive their cars, they work on their cars. I would say that's probably 70 to 75%. I also, I'm on the tech side too, so I answer tech calls and stuff, so I talk to them. But honestly, I can literally in a day get a call from some kid that's 16 years old that's trying to do something to his car for the first time that that's really awesome you're trying to help them out because we need the younger people in the industry talking to an 85 year old guy that's told me he's been working on cars for the last 60 years so you know it is it is a range of which is really cool because as i always tell people i've learned more from my customers or from our customers than they have for me there's no doubt about that. so it's really you know it's really cool especially you know Mike and I, we both work the SEMA and PRI show. So you get customers from that, that total range in between there, which is awesome because you're dealing with guys that have been around since, you know, the, the, the early trucks, 4x4s have come out working on those. The kids that are, are bright-eyed and, and, you know, completely awed by the time that they come to those shows, which regenerates you and says, hey, man, this kid's got the enthusiasm that everybody needs in this industry. So it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you touched on it a little bit. What do you, what do you, what are you guys' feelings on, you know, SEMA and PRI and, and and you know, the youth as it is, you know, coming up. I mean, I see less and less young folks getting into driving. But what do you think about our industry, you know, going forward with with, you know, those shows seem to be doing so much for for the youth and and how important are those shows and and how important is you know that youth culture for you guys. Well, I think the hot rodders of tomorrow, when you talk to those kids, and I don't know if, if a lot of your people are uh, have knowledge of the hot rodders tomorrow, but it, it's, a, it's a competition that brings kids together through their high schools that actually allows them to, to build motors, tear them apart, rebuild them, and they actually have a national champion. And it's done at PRI every year, and they also have a competition at SEMA, but it's done across the country. It's unbelievable how much that has brought into young kids into uh, the automotive sector and got them interested in cars. Um, and well, the people nice, in the industry, too. And the, yeah, in the industry, too. And another nice thing is we're finding, as you said, we're finding different outlets and people are making more things available for such things as S10. So you don't have to go out and spend $20,000 on a 68 Camaro that's, you know, a basket case to try to get into. You can go buy a $500 or a $1,000 S10 that's a shell and build it from there. So I think that helps everybody in our industry as long as the young people, you know, it's one of those type of deals where I'm the type of person where I'll try to fix something or do something, and if it doesn't work, you know, then I'll, I'll find somebody that has the knowledge or ask somebody that has knowledge. But I think us getting into different cars and, you know, before it was we had to have a muscle car. You had to have this. Now, you know, it, with the 
the fry burgers and all of that is, you know, their deal is just get a car, you know, work on it, get it drivable and, and let everybody drive it instead of having trailer queens or whatever. I think the industry in that way, in my personal opinion, is moving in the right direction. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's nice to see all these programs available too because, like, I mean, I'm still relatively young. I'm not quite 40. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for me coming up, like, you know, I still see not a lot of young people, still a lot of people older than my generation, but it's nice to see, like, when Mark said, you know, things like Hot Rodders uh, of Tomorrow and there's other, you, know, you see a lot of people pushing for people to get into the trades now, which you didn't really see for a long time, for forever. It was like, well, if you don't have a college degree, you know, you can't do anything. Well, I think it's kind of swinging back the other direction now, which is good to see, um, and, and people getting more involved in things with their hands because, you know, everybody's, you know, got a a device or a tablet or whatever that they've got in front of them nowadays. Everybody's familiar with that stuff, but I think people have gotten away from, you know, wrenching themselves, doing the work themselves. Um, but it's nice to see the industry having uh, different avenues for, for the youth to take to try to get into this industry because we definitely need more younger bodies in this industry to keep it afloat for, for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I definitely agree with like the fry burgers and road kills and, and touching the hot rock uh magazine those are all outlets i think they're great and i'd love to see how they're now bringing that to to apps and phones and 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 definitely we need more youth in our trades we're seeing it here just at our shop you know um we've got an intern that's in a a a college program and I, i think it's awesome like the more folks we can get into it the better because really you don't even need a you know, a big college degree to make a really good living, um, like we've always kind of thought. But I'm I'm gonna jump in now, kind of to your Jeep products, and um, I'll tell you one that I'm very familiar with is is your seven gauge direct fit dash kit. That's for the the YJ. So the the YJ interior is my favorite Wrangler interior of all time, and it's because it has all the gauges like in front of you. Like it just looks super analog and Spartan, but that's a really really cool setup that you guys have there um i mean it looks like you can just have every gauge <laughs> known to man right in front of you which i think is great but something i wasn't aware um y'all have a lot of, of jeep branded products like uh, a lot of your gauges will say jeep in them i had no idea on that that's that's really really cool and i didn't know y'all made a um an air locker gauge which is um that can be huge for guys on the trail like uh, air lockers are notorious for blowing lines or having leaks so that's an awesome product uh what are you guys seeing out of your jeep products uh maybe touch on those a minute if uh, if that's something y'all are familiar with so i'll just touch on uh kind of officially licensed i just want to mention something real yeah. quick so something that we take a lot of pride in i'll let mark kind of answer the second half but something we take a lot of pride in is that we're the only gauge manufacturer who's allowed to use uh, officially licensed logos of the major uh, domestic manufacturers. So, you know, we have Ford, we have Jeep, we do Mopar, um, you know, we have Chevy licensed stuff. Um, so it's a big, big part of our, our business. And it's, you know, like I said, it's a badge of honor that we carry that, you know, we're trusted by these, you know, big corporations and we're allowed to put, you know, their logo on our products. So it's just really, it's a cool thing to be able to do. Um, and then just kind of quickly touching on, you know, you were talking about the, uh, the YJ kit, you know, funny enough, um, you know, Mark mentioned earlier, you know, Autometer is kind of known as this 
muscle car, you know, kind of brand. And, you know, it's a huge part of our business. But, um, you know, I, I regularly kind of run different analytic things on, you know, top-selling parts that, that we sell. And, you know, uh, direct fit dash kits is a big part of what we do. You know, like I said, those muscle cars that you think of, and you just mentioned the YJ kit. But interestingly enough, like, I would have sworn a Camaro or a Mustang or something along those lines would have been, you know, our number one selling dash kit. Uh, but funny enough, the the Jeep, uh, uh, our model is 5381. It's a, a replacement dash for a Jeep is far and away uh, our number one, you know, panel. You would have thought, you know, all these muscle cars and things would outsell. Uh, but really, they're very, very popular. And, you know, I think just Jeepers in general like to have stuff with the Jeep logo. So yeah, you mentioned the locker pressure gauge. We've got tire pressure gauge. We've got a full gamut. Uh, you know, of instruments available in the Jeep line. But again, just real cool for us to be able to, to, to brand these things and be trusted with, um, you know, putting the name of, of these big companies on, on our product and getting them out there in the community. Yeah, I think I think the direct fit kits along with our pods and pillars for the Jeeps really help everything out because I'm not a, I, I love working on cars and I, I, you know, I love getting my hands dirty and everything, but I'm not a fabricator. If you want me to put a, like a direct fit kit in, I can do that. If you want me to build a panel and put holes in it, space everything correctly, it probably look like a three-year-old did it. So us being able to have products that actually fit the vehicles, you know, like you said, makes it a lot easier for younger guys to be able to go in and put stuff in their vehicle and it'd be more of a plug-and-play than it is, okay, I gotta, I got to have this tool or that tool to be able to put this in my vehicle when I can just, all right, I'm going to unbolt this. And, and I'll be honest with you, it's guys like you that actually help us out too. You could go to YouTube or whatever and the majority of the time find somebody that's already done something like this and posted a video. Um, I had to put a, a heater core in my wagon and there was a bolt under the front fender that, that I never would have been able to, you had to wedge a, you had to pull the fender skirt out of it and wedge a piece of wood in it and it, and it was blind so if i would i never would have figured that out but people you know they, they want to post stuff and it's awesome because you can go find something you know if you're having trouble or whatever uh, on stuff like that especially the jeep community is so awesome you can see people waving to each other going down the road and everything i mean it's unbelievable the the, the events that the jeep people have and that's one of the reasons that we said hey we need to do something for these people because they love letting people know that they're Jeep people. I mean, it's unbelievable. They wear it as a badge of honor, and I think it's awesome. The community, the Jeep community is just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So that's why we wanted to get into the Jeep side of things um, as far as putting them on our gauges because we know how special that uh, community, that Jeep community is. Yeah, absolutely. If, if, if you see a Jeeper in public, odds are he has the Jeep brand on him somewhere, like a hat or a shirt or, or what have you. And for those, it's a lot like the Harley community. Yeah, it, it, very much. Um, if, for those listening, if you go to autometer.com, you can check out. They have a whole Jeep section, but uh, a lot of cool products. So they've got this YJ um, direct fit dash, but they also have one for a TJ. And if I had a TJ, I would think that would be a really, really cool thing to do. You can have Jeep branded gauges for your speedo tack, all that customized to your own setup. And it, it's something that just pops right in really easy to do. It's it'd be a cool customizable 
um, thing for anybody that's got a TJ or, or Cherokee, but also some JK A-pillar uh, uh, pod mounts. Basically, you can put um, you know different gauges up on your A-pillar or on your dash, things like that. Um, one thing I want to talk to you about is the Envision. Uh, so you guys are doing now um, the Envision gauges, which is kind of your latest and greatest. One thing, can you kind of explain to the to customers what that is? And also, is there any chance that that might cross over into Jeeps in the future? Sure, so I'll grab that one. So Envision is kind of like our new flagship product. We launched that at, uh, in 2019. Uh, we won Best New Interior Product at the SEMA show, so it was a really cool accolade that, that we won. Um, as far as what Envision is, basically it's a 12.3-inch LCD screen. It's going to have your six gauge set on there, so tack, speedo, fuel level, oil pressure, water temperature, and voltage. Um, it's basically like a modern display in a vehicle, but meant to be transported into you know really whatever you want. So like we have a, a universal version, um, and then we also do several uh, direct fit options. I think we've got about ten or twelve of those now, uh, but the universal ones great, and they're all great. But um, it's all essentially the same screen, so you've got four. Uh, displays that you can program into it. One of them you can do color customization on. Uh, you've got all the different things that you'd expect on a factory dash, things like turn signals, high beams, a check engine light. You've got uh, your odometer, your multiple trip meters, uh, in individual instrument warnings, both audible uh, and visual. So it's basically you know a, a full-on set of instruments, just in an LCD form factor. We essentially took all of our you know, gauge technology and transport it into uh, you know this this LCD tech. So same same thing, just two different ways of, of going about it. And um, you know, as far as your your question on will it work on Jeeps? Well, that's the great thing about kind of all of our products is they're all universal. Um, so yeah, absolutely, it would it would fit and, and work on a Jeep. It'd just be a matter of you know fabricating our our universal dash you know into a panel. And you know, on certain Jeeps, that should be relatively easy. You know, just given the amount of space that's available, you know, on the dash. So, um, and they're all very customizable. So, you know, your Speedo works on OEM aftermarket or, or GPS signals. The TAC is compatible with one to 12 cylinders. So whether you've got the original motor, or you swapped an LS or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing to it, you know, we're going to be compatible with it. Comes with your oil and water senders as well as the wire harness. So, you know, basically uh, everything is, is ready to go, you know, right there in the box. So, uh, it's been a tremendous new product for us, and um, we're constantly coming out with with new applications all the time. Yeah, and on top of that, it looks really cool. Like it looks like something you would see uh, in a jet or something like in a plane. Like it, just the instrumentation on it looks really really cool. And if if somebody's got an older Jeep that wants a digital dash, this is a really really cool option. Or if if, if you got a hot rod at home as well. So, well. Guys, I appreciate you being on the podcast. Uh, stay warm up there in Illinois. And uh, for our listeners at home, uh, be sure to check out autometer.com. And they're also on uh, Facebook and Instagram as Autometer Products. And, again, thanks for being on, guys. Thanks, Mike and Mark. Absolutely. No, thanks. appreciate you having us. It was, it was a pleasure. And, um, you know, good luck with your business. And, uh, you know, hopefully it warms up a little for you, too. <laughs> well thank you alright folks that's been the Jeep and Bubba Cup podcast we'll be seeing you